Hi, my name is Panta Kalhor and you're listening to Transition by Panta Kalhor Podcast. I created this platform to help you grow and move forward easier through your transition, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing journey, or starting a brand new life. Episode 136, Job Reinvented Show. How to Empower Others with Annie Ozali, Award-Winning Financial Doctor. Good afternoon, and of course, afternoon for people who are living in Eastern side. And uh, I'm very glad to have Annie here. Uh, she's actually Award-Winning Financial Doctor and uh, RBC's Top Financial Specialist in Canada. And we are go- going to talk about empowering women. Perfect, Pontia. Thank you for the introduction. And it's my absolute pleasure to be here with you tonight, or this yes. afternoon, as you said. <laughs> yes, yes. So, Annie, what are you doing exactly? And tell me about yourself. How can you be so successful in financial side? <laughs> I actually work in RBC for a while, but never been like, like you successful in in your field financial and you got a lot of award right in rbc i do i do so you know it's actually very i said that you know you have been with rbc but then it wasn't your calling and so on and this is not a big surprise to me to be quite honest with you because the financial world is such a male dominated industry And so that's part of the reason why I actually took it up on myself to make sure that I do empower, especially women. But of course, you know, I, I'm happy to help anyone and everyone. But most of my clients happen to be women because I noticed that women are highly underprivileged when it comes to financial topics. So I actually provide complimentary education, seminars. Previously, you know, it was in person. Now it's online just to really make sure that people are educated and they're able to make educated choices and conscious choices to create the future that they want. And especially if they are business owners, it's even more so important because women bring so much value to the world. They usually do their business in a very heart-centered manner. And so we definitely should be able to empower them to make sure that they can create even more good out there. So so that's you know part of my mission that I'm doing. Now, just as you said, you know, I'm a financial doctor, an award-winning financial doctor. So I happen to have my uh, financial designations and uh, all my licenses, whether it's, you know, investment, insurance or real estate. But I also have my master's in adult education. I completed a coaching certificate with the graduate of Bob Proctor and over 2020 and still continuing. I'm doing the NLP, the Neuro Linguistic Practitioning um you know certification as well really understanding how else can i help others but then that wasn't all that i wanted to do <laughs> you know you know over time like okay what else can i do to help others so um last year i actually started a podcast as well and you were uh you know yeah. my guest and i can't wait to actually air that episode as well Uh, and the whole premise of the podcast, which is the Financial Doctor Show, is to really showcase amazing people such as yourselves, but also, you know, business owners, artists, musicians. But I even had TEDx speakers, uh, uh, 
an Order of Canada recipient, a social media correspondent for the Oscars and Golden Globes, a former member of parliament on the show, and many others, because we want to make sure that we provide messages to the masses to inspire and empower them. So that's definitely one of my legacy. It's actually a free show. And uh, I definitely welcome anyone and everyone who's watching to reach out to me in case you have something to share with the world. And um, my book, The uh, Toronto Waterfall, Arts, powerful success stories also came out last year and it showed up to best-selling status and that really has shown me that people are thirsty and hungry for motivating messages and so I partnered with my publisher who is our good mutual friend Randy Goodman so that uh, now with the award-winning and very successful Empowering Women to Succeed book series we are showcasing others as well to make sure that we are spreading massive good out there in the world. That's what it's I do. <laughs> yeah, you you actually have a lot of hats on you. <laughs> you I are do. easy all the time, active and doing so much great things, especially during this COVID. You are doing great, and I know RBC right now doesn't. Uh, um, a lot of people working from home. I wasn't. I was a developer in RBC many years ago. Uh, but more than 10, 10 years ago, wow, more than 10 years ago. Uh, it's such a great environment for people working there and especially the financial. So I've never been there, but I will, uh, used to work in the investment uh, department. And uh, yeah, I know this is like financial side is not for everybody. You should have a passion <laughs> to work in that department. And you you had and you've been very successful in your job. Oh. So, any tell me about three tips uh, that uh, help you be successful as uh, as an entrepreneur. It's a very very good question, Pantea, and um, it, it's interesting because people would say, "Yeah, you probably need to be super." you know, time management and things like that. But honestly, that just happens if the core values are there. So, you know, I have been successful before and I am a six-digit income earner even before I did my mindset course with uh, the graduate of Bob Proctor back in 2018, I graduated. But that was an eye-opener because when our mindset is exactly where it should be, which is really dialed into the channel of what you want to accomplish, not just for yourself, but also for others, then suddenly you will see all the opportunities and possibilities that actually were there, but you haven't noticed them because you were not in the same frequency. So that was definitely one of the first um, major stepping stones for me. And then last year, 2020, uh, I had to go through a little bit of an adjustment, just like many other people, obviously, you know, 2020 was quite a challenging year, um, you know, personally, professionally, whichever way you want to look at it, many people have uh, encountered adversities. And so that has prompted me to really look deeper in terms of what are my core, my core values? What is it that I really operate from? And how can I do more of it to help others? 
And so exactly because of the NLP program, I have discovered that my main core is love and contribution. So I know it's very, very unusual for someone who's in the financial sector, right? What what are you talking about, right? But the interesting thing is that when you give, and in any business, really, it has nothing to do with finances. It just simply has something to do with core when you give and you give freely and you when you give without expectation what is very interesting is that that good that you're creating all the vibration into the universe is going to come back to you multiple fold and many times in unexpected ways so my recommendation honestly just search for yourself in terms of a what is your passion what is something that when you wake up you don't feel that it's a chore but it's something that is keeping you motivated day in and day out secondly look really into yourself in terms of where do you want to be but what is it more importantly what you want to accomplish for others so look beyond just individual goals but what is the true vision that you have for the world what is your legacy and then lastly you know give freely give freely and i'm telling you this will come back to you it was so funny because yesterday um we were celebrating at rbc the president's choice award winners and this is my second year actually um winning that prestigious award and that's huge because this is really just a handful of people in the entire country who were invited and um you know even though it's lockdown, even though it's quarantine, you know, we still had fun and we celebrated excellence. And this is just really reinforcing that when you do something good for others, then ultimately, you know, you really create a multitude of that. Exactly. So well, <clears throat> there is a difference between people just coming to the work because of payroll, just doing the ta task because they have to do it. <laughs> and someone who put all the efforts on on her job to do it to the best level that she can and put even extra effort to make it the best or have some creativity i'm always saying there is a difference between routine and creativity if you can bring some creativity in your job you're going to be unique right you're probably the same right because uh, as i'm saying everybody's working right but there is a difference between somebody who only work hard or somebody who work as a creative employee absolutely and i mean you can be either an employee or you can be a business person yes. but creativity is key and why are we saying this because the only thing that is constant is change so you need to be constantly adaptable not only that but what is very interesting is that many times when we look at things, we look at things with a certain filter. You know, the different, you know, uh, coach programs say different things about it. You know, NLP says, you know, you have a filter, you know, the Bob Proctor law of attraction says, okay, you have a certain perception. Doesn't matter which word you use, but at the end of the day, you know, there are certain filters uh, through which certain lenses through which we observe the word world and not just the world but situations and people and so on so what is very interesting that sometimes the same thing can mean one thing for one person 
something else for another and a completely different thing for a third person. So that's why it's so important that, as they say, you know, you have two ears and only one mouth. Listen first, really listen to the other person, even what they don't say, because that's when you will really tap into the deep levels of how can we help them. So listen to the person, even if then they don't speak. <laughs> even, no, even if they don't say what they don't say. That's what I mean. All right. <laughs> Many times people talk, but they, right. they, they are very short over certain subjects or topics, right? <laughs> yeah, interesting. I never thought about it. But, you know, the interesting point is, first of all, I'm going to talk about supporting, and I re really do believe it, because how can you grow in your business these days is networking, helping each other, be positive, support as many as you can. That's what I believe. That's what I do as well. And, uh, um, you know, especially podcasting, there is a great side in podcasting because you create a very deep connection between you and somebody who are interviewing. And uh, everybody wish to return a favor. <laughs> and uh, you actually do your work, but and you don't expect them to, to do this. But anyway, this connection creates a very deep, deep uh, friendship between you and in interviewees. And uh, I believe that you can't grow if you just think about yourself, think about your business and you ignore others, you we can grow together stronger and we can move stronger if we are together. Yep. Absolutely. And you know what? You are you are the living example, Pantea, because yeah. I mean, look at you are now, what, five different podcasts per week and all of them live. That requires a lot of preparation, not only, you know, yeah. finding the right candidates for your show, but then obviously making yourself available and, you know, having these interviews so that there is value actually provided to the audience. So kudos to you. And not only that, I mean, you are an award-winning, best-selling author yourself. So you are utilizing multiple channels as well to provide good and creative good to the world. Well, so I, I want to show you, you I, can't, I can't, you know, wait. Today I got this. You know, this is the hard cover of this book and it's the author copy, but it's going to be available soon. But the great thing is, you see, all the authors inside the book, all the beautiful authors help this book happening. I couldn't do this without them, I'm telling you, because there is a big excitement when you have other people in your book you can add a lot of value because nobody's perfect i don't have the all knowledge in the world but when you have different people from different expertise it's really happening it's just give a lot of great value to your book and uh, that's why i learn about contribution and i know you do the same thing with others uh, and uh, this is a great enjoyment when you see them happy and they are successful in their career. That's that's what makes me happy. When I see one of my contributors or even one of my friends celebrate something, it makes me cry. Like I feel so happy, especially when they have like a big celebration. 
You see, this is this this is a, a word when when somebody's happy, I feel that it's it's uh, it's being harmonized. <laughs> but when somebody is not happy or they have uh, something and you feel that you you can help, then you want to harmonize the word as well. You're gonna help them to have the better frequency, better feeling, and uh, uh, th that's how we do. And it, just look at this: if everybody's happy, you feel happy. And this pandemic give us this lesson that because during the pandemic everybody have some depression and uh, they are at home but we are trying our best to give the message of hope to everybody and uh, we can go through this together much much better than alone absolutely i mean humans are social beings so the fact that we have the technology really to connect with anyone and everyone which is interestingly exactly what we did last Saturday with the uh, Indian Chamber of Commerce. So we actually had uh, put together um, the first business summit and there were participants all across Canada from the United States and some even from as far as India and Pakistan. It was very interesting that we were all together through space and time and really provided, you know, empowering messages. And there were different speakers from different, um, you know, subjects of life. And just as you said, you know, together as a team, we were really able to empower those masses. So I wholeheartedly agree with you. This is not, nothing in life is a one person show. Together, we are really becoming so much stronger. So absolutely, wholeheartedly agree with this statement. Yeah, beautiful, Annie. Do you, uh, okay. Tell me first about two factors uh, that you think entrepreneurs may fail. That's a very interesting question. So in my vocabulary, failure is actually non-existent. But, you know, what I'm observing in terms of challenges. So first things first, in my vocabulary, failure means that you fall down and you can't even stand up. So that's, I guess, a state of mind. So that needs to be changed, right? That means right death. Off. Correct. That means death. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, even if you look at the child, and I mean, you have a little one, right? So yeah. when they are learning to walk, did you ever see your little one when she falls down, look at mommy and say, yeah, no, I'm sorry, I'm not going to stand up. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. They automatically stand up, pull themselves up, and they want to continue and they want to learn to walk. And they want to be self-sufficient. So this is actually part of our DNA. We are born to win. We really are born to win. And then when you ask kindergartners, what do you want to be when you grow up? Many times they say all these grandiose things. I mean, sometimes they say, you know, they want to be the first responders, right? You know, I want to be a policeman. You know, I want to chase the bad guys. I want to be the firefighter, you know, putting all the fires. And then many of them are saying, yeah, you know, I want to be an architect, you know, building these amazing skyscrapers. I want to be a doctor saving all these people. And it was so funny when my son was graduating from kindergarten, there was this little guy who said, I want to invent cars that go on walls. And I'm like, you know what? Why not? Right? So anything and everything, you hear all the answers. But then when you speak with adults and you ask them, okay, what do you even want to do tomorrow? They're stumbling on finding an answer. So what really happens between our childhood versus adulthood? 
And there's really nothing else, Pantea, other than all these blocks, all these experiences of certain setbacks, or even learned experiences from others. And people are fear. believing. Fear. Correct. Then, Correct. Yeah. People are believing that's their reality. But remember about what you said before, it's nothing else but filters. It's nothing else but perceptions. This is not your reality. So at the end of the day, what I would really say to your question as an answer, you know, there's no such thing as failure. Like really, really focus on your opportunities, your possibilities. What we said before, you know, where are you really coming from? Like if you are heart-centered and you really are passionate about what you want to achieve, there's no other way for you than to succeed. Find your tribe. Find the people that you want to collaborate with. And I'm telling you, together, you guys can actually change the world. And it's so funny because my name is Annie, right? So we started joking quite some time ago with my circle that anything is possible. So really, anything is possible. <laughs> anything is possible. I love yeah. it. <laughs> and really, anything is possible. And I really um, see it every day in my life and my career because um, I know everything is like a project. You can have a deadline. You, ha you have to have like a um, timeline and budget and set uh, real realistic goals. You know, then everything's going to be easier. But uh, as soon as you don't uh, have... Uh, details on what you're gonna do everything is like oh i'm gonna be a doctor okay uh, if you want to be a doctor are you ready to study no i don't want to study so <laughs> see that's not gonna work so you need to study for a long time to be a doctor so that's the problem for many people that the thing they they can um, have success in one day they don't want to go step by step, step by step and build their foundation. And I said, no, it's not going to work. You need to spend some time to build it, learn and grow. But it's not going to happen in one day. Actually, I'm glad that we are talking about this point here because this is so very important. So once someone created their own vision, okay, I, I absolutely agree with you. You actually have to see beyond that rainbow. Like you have to see the end of it. Where do you truly want to be? And that vision needs to be crystal clear. Just like you remember back in the days when we had the tube TVs and then somehow, let's say, there was an interfer interference with the channel and then there were some ghosts or whatever. And so how does it make you feel? Like, you know, confused, upset, whatever, right? That's why it's so important that that picture of the future of that vision is really crystal clear very very sharp in your mind and now what you said we need to work backwards so if that's where you want to be what is your time frame and let's break it up into bite-sized chunks that are manageable similarly when someone wants to lose weight if you say well let's lose 50 pounds and they will say well let's not even start right but when you say okay this is the time frame this is yes. the plan and then you really break it down on monthly, weekly, or even daily goals, suddenly it becomes a much more manageable task. So that's that's the key to it. You know, sometimes we are a stock. That's uh, sometimes happened to me as well. So I said, okay, oh, that's a big one. I cannot do it. Then I said, okay, let's just do it a little bit today. 
Then I started and I see the fear of starting is gone. And then I go further, further, further. And say, oh, it's finished, finished. You know, when I started this book, the interesting point is I always do the book like solo. And I always contributed with this empowering women to success that you're going to talk about as well. But um, uh, this time I said, I'm going to have contributors because in the beginning, in the middle of my book, then I said, okay, something is not right. I need more experts in it. How can I find them? Okay, if I wanted to be afraid, is I couldn't even do it. But then something amazing happened. I, I just try to uh, go higher in my frequency. And my frequency find that connection. I was connected to amazing people, like top experts. And I, in my mind, I never thought I could reach it. Like if, if I asked me like a few years ago, but because my frequency was right, so all the connection came to me. Like some people ask me, how do you have so many interviews every day? Usually every day, but I try to cut it sometime because it makes me tired if I wanted to do it every day. But usually I have three, four interviews per week. And uh, I said, I don't know, the connection just happening. <laughs> you know, I don't like, I don't really go for it or I don't do too much struggling to get it. People are very nice. People want to talk and people want to expo uh, have some exposure and it just happening. And because your frequency is right. And if, let's say, if you want to have, you say, okay, I'm going to be rich, but your frequency tell you that you don't, you're, you don't deserve to be rich. So you don't have the right frequency to get there. And, and on the other hand, you have this idea in your uh, mind that I'm going to be rich, but you don't want to do anything about it. You're lazy, right? <laughs> I had a colleague. I had a colleague and he had lots of great idea. He was like genius, but he never done anything. And what happened all of the uh, one day uh, we worked together and uh, I saw his idea on the uh, on it, on his office, and uh, it, it it was sitting there for years, for months. We needed a big project to be done, and he had this idea and never execute this idea. I sit beside a computer and I wrote the code, and then he came over. Oh, who done this? I said oh, I did it. Oh, it's finished. I said, that's your idea. Why didn't you write it? Oh my goodness. It was sitting there for months and somebody should do it. You know, that's happening to us. Like you have idea, you know how to do it. But the point is you never want me like you think that is big enough for you and you don't deserve, deserve to see the, to see yourself as accomplished. It's actually very interesting that you say this because many times these ideas are coming to us as intuition, right? So intuition is many times basically a message from the creator, the universe, whatever you want to call it, right? And so that means that you just got the permission to execute it. The idea came to you. But here's the thing, that idea is supposed to help others. So if you are going to sit on it and you are not going to execute 
needed, but this is something that is needed for the world, what will happen? Now someone else will get that idea as well. Exactly. And that's it. And and you just missed that train. And it came to you first. So why why are there so many patterns when it comes to engineers? They're cooperating. Because you know what? You came out with the idea, do something about it, trademark it, register it, whatever, and then just execute it if this is going to enrich the world. You Absolutely know, agree with you, love. Like, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm telling you something about this frequency. It's so interesting. Um, I had a friend, and she actually uh, owned a resort. She made it. I mean, she from the scratch, she created in a forest, and I always respect her. And she always tell me, you know, these ideas that you have, you create these ideas, and it's the frequency. If somebody in the say is in the same frequency get that idea so these ideas is all over you see all over in the universe it's already created exists even if you are silent and you don't talk about it this idea exists if somebody have the same frequency get the idea and if she dares to execute it so that execution happening so that's why you know there are a lot of a uh, lot of uh, thing in the world uh, a lot of invention at the same time uh, some scientists created something that they they were not aware of it that they they know you know uh, another part of europe invent something that somebody in another part of China, for example, thinking about it, because this frequency exists. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what, it's so funny that, that we are having this discussion and, and I'm always jazzed up by this because this is all about mindset, right? But even the chairs that we are sitting on, even the clothing that we are we are wearing, you know, they were not there before, but then someone came out with the idea Wait a second, I'm sitting, let's say, on a stone, and I mean, we are looking back a long time, right? So it actually feels good, but how can we make it more comfortable? And then something was created, and then someone said, well, it's good that I'm sitting, but what if I want to have my friend, partner, wife, husband, whoever, you know, sit with me? And then suddenly the loft chair and the sofa was created, and then at one point beds and so on. So, so these things were all there, but it needed a realization and just exactly. as you said, to be on that same frequency to finally, you know, call it upon and create it. And that's that's all there is to it. Yeah. Hopefully everyone can believe this because I I I created this in my mind. I created to immigrate to another country. I created to study master in another country. I created to uh, immigrate from Australia to Canada. I did it all in my mind just going to the roof thinking i i thought okay i don't care how difficult it is if somebody else did it you can do it too so let's say even the hardest thing that you just thought about it you can normalize it you can have it in your mind that is already there you are there you already achieve it and you can really achieve it yeah, that's so inspirational. I love our talk. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. And it's actually, you know, it's funny because because I don't think that I talked at the beginning that 
at one point I even had a music management company, which is pause at oh. this point. But the funny thing is, you know, I'm dubbed as the musical financial doctor, not just the financial doctor. And part of it is because I grew up in music. You know, I've been playing the piano. Um, oh. Our choir was touring all across Europe and so on. And so music really is part of my fabric, part, part of who I am. You know, music is flowing through me, to me, the whole nine yard. And so long story short, um, many moons ago, we are talking many years ago, right? So I was actually at, uh, at the client's place. We were supposed to have our annual review. And, you know, the gentleman was not at home and the lady was cooking feverishly. And I'm like, okay, so where is he? Oh, he's picking up so-and-so. I'm like, okay, who is so-and-so? Oh, well, he's a piano virtuoso from Europe who has been performing, you know, yesterday at this and this cultural center. He's flying back tomorrow. And we just wanted to, you know, invite him. So it was very obvious at that point that there will be no such thing as the financial review. But because music is so dear to me, I'm like, okay, you know what? You know what? Let, let me stay here. Let me help you with the cooking and whatever else. And, you know, let's just have a nice and friendly chat with your friends, right? And so, long story behold, a two and a half hour private concert later, this gentleman who is a piano virtuoso asked me, can you manage me? And I'm like, what? Like, why would you ask me a question like that? Right? And so, so then, then I said, well, no, but let me see who I can connect you with to make your dream a tangible reality. And it was very interesting because as soon as I opened up, just as you said, right, as, as soon as I opened up to the frequency of really attracting the right people, suddenly, you know, a music producer crossed my way, someone who is a marketing specialist specializing in the music industry and so on. And then so next time when he was back in the country, then I introduced them. And then we started to make some plans and so on. And because I'm so strong on the business side, at the end of the day, the, the, the gentleman who was, you know, the former music producer, he said, you know what, why don't we actually create together in partnership a music management company because you're so good, you know, when it comes to the business side and the financial Whoa. aspect and whatever Amazing. else and so on. And so the music management company came aboard. And then, you know, then we suddenly attracted even more people, including musicians who are, you know, world record winning artists and so on. And so if you actually look right now in my, you know, Facebook followers, we are talking over a thousand people who are actually in the entertainment industry. Wow. And and I'm absolutely grateful to give back to them because, as I mentioned, you know, music and entertainment and things like that are, are, are really important to me. And, and And I just really love to be able to give back to them. So, you know, I have been putting together with a mutual friend, Renny Goodman, a charity gala, which was supposed to happen, you know, last year in March and just 11 days before we were shut down because of the pandemic. But it gave me the opportunity to really work with world-class entertainers and artists and subsequently work with them also on one-on-one -on, -one on a private basis to really help them increasing their visibility and follower base and, you know, connected them with marketing people and everybody else that they needed to really create the legacy that they needed. And, you know, I'm grateful for the opportunity because I know that I'm giving back. And if you really think about it, we haven't had any live concerts for over a year now. Yeah. So, so you know, musicians are actually making most of their living through either performances or through merchandise. So, but what are we doing regular people, meaning not artists, right? 
when we need a little bit of a calm, maybe we go out for a walk, maybe we do um, exercises, but for sure we are also going to listen to music. So music really is essential in my mind. It's really necessary for ourselves to calm ourselves and to, to ground ourselves and to create that happy space. And, you know, looking at my daughter, who is a little budding musician, she is in the grade nine of the RCM stream in the piano, and she's a teen. I really can see how much she has grown over the past year, you know, when it comes to the musical education. But very importantly, I also see how music really helps her channeling her emotions and helps her to be grounded. So, you know, just back to the previous, you know, topic that, Unexpected things can actually change your path, but as long as you are opening up to it, as I said before, anything is becoming possible and anything can be achieved. Maybe, and so I'm going to tell you something. I actually play violin, so we are uh, we have some similarity. I understand what you're saying, and the uh, interesting thing these days, I'm actually interviewing musicians and artists because I'm gonna write a book uh, about PTSD and music and art. And because uh, during these days, we need a lot of distraction. And again, these things happening to me one day, I had this idea, I need this interviewees. And then uh, somebody in LinkedIn sent me a message and I just realized she's a, music, she's a musician. And then right after we had interview, you know, it's so interesting. You, you have this in your mind and focus on what you want and that's coming to you as a because somebody in your frequency exactly looking for what you think these are everything is connected to each other so that's why we need to support each other we need to connect to each other because this frequency uh, help the world be a better place to live right if Absolutely. we go with this frequency we actually uh, we are in a happier place because we are living on purpose we are living on this beautiful world right but let's say one day you just you are done when any time when i'm i have a sleep shortage because of my daughter sometimes i feel down and uh, i'm saying today is gonna be best day of my life I don't let myself to be done. I'm just a bit tired, but my frequency going to go higher because I meet beautiful people and I have a great topic. Like today, I, I had shortage, a sleep shortage. Last night, I couldn't sleep properly. But then I, in the morning, I said, I'm going to have this frequency. I waited for this hardcover and I got it today and it made me so happy and I have this topic with you it may be happier you see so that's up to you choose when you get up in the morning you want to be happy or you want to be upset that's exactly up to you you want to be successful then you have to plan for it and you're going to get it with the right frequency Absolutely. And you know what? It, it, this is, again, touching on the mindset topic, right? Because at the end of the day, the only thing that you can control are your thoughts. So you have the power to choose your thoughts. So where, in which place do you want to be? Do you want to be in love and contribution where you can create a parallel universe of any single opportunity that you can think of? Or do you want to be just miserable and fail? Like, really, right? 
And it's so, and, and in NLP, basically my coach um, is saying, listen, every morning when you wake up, you literally start your day with an empty piece of sheet of paper. It's empty. It's your decision what you write on it. It's a brand new day. So yeah, just choose wisely. Yeah, I actually uh, write a book about this blank days. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually writing it. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of idea. And this is great. When you have your idea on the paper or when you do it, actually you see that it's going to be realized. It feels so great because that's the only thing you can do during this time, creating is excitement for yourself. Make something that is creative, make you happy, and then uh, that actually attracts great people to you and your life is going to be better too. Absolutely. And so talking about writing, right? I mean, you are an author and many heartfelt congratulations again for your hardcover. I'm so, so yeah, excited yeah. for you. That, yeah, that's a huge achievement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah, uh you. you know obviously you were also part of and this is how everything started for you in terms of your career as an author right with empowering women to succeed i mean even that idea to be quite honest with you was almost coincidental um oh gosh i i don't know when this was maybe back in 2018 i was actually speaking at one of the major events and it was a huge success like over 2000 people um attended it and then there was, uh, you know, media and those people wanted a show with me. And then someone came along and said, well, you really should be writing a book. And I'm like, it's funny that you said it because I was just thinking about it this morning. <laughs> so, so, but anyhow, and then the rest is history. And it took quite some time to actually, you know, write a book and having it published. But even when you read it, I'm not talking about finances because I think that the core is about mindset. So I am. And the funny thing is that because the message was so strong and so needed, especially in 2020, the year of adversity, of course it went up to bestseller. Like, you know, I mean, it, you can't help, but because when you give good, as I <laughs> mentioned before, you know, the universe is going to reciprocate it. Right. And then so once I saw what it did for me in terms of, you know, you're an author, you're a best-selling author, and then suddenly people are coming to you asking, okay, how can you really help me with many other things as well? So I, I, I literally came to a point where I was drinking from the fire hose and I had not enough hours in the day to help two people. So I was reaching out to Randy Goodman, who was my co-publisher in that particular um, book, and I said, listen, Randy, is this just my experience or is this normal? And she said, well, this is pretty normal, actually. And I said, well, my dear, in this case, you need to revive Empowering Women to Succeed, which has been, you know, five times international number one bestseller in five consecutive years. She just didn't do it last year. She did, you know, a different book um, because people need to hear positive messages. One. And second, those business people who are really in the business of empowering. This is how they came to not only reviving empowering women to succeed the way you know it, and you were one of the award-winning, you know, authors in one of the books, but also actually to create four books. One of them, which is legacy, is very similar to what you are aware of. You know, it's 
uh, Nobel Prize book. The one it, I contributed, yeah. It, it, yeah. So, so Legacy is actually going to come and and be launched on June twenty second this year. And these are, you know, personal and professional growth stories to really show how people were rising through challenges and then arrive at a happy place where they are today. But also in a storytelling way, so that they can really, you know, inspire others, right? So that's coming out on June 22nd. But we also wanted to really showcase people who are able to teach something for others. And that book is titled Wealth Creation. And it's not just about money, because remember, wealth can be anything. Wealth can be your family, wealth can be your health, wealth can be your mindset. But whatever is your wealth and how are you creating it? So it's more of you are the expert now and you are teaching something. So that book is obviously also going to be created and going to come out. And because the gala, the charity gala that we were putting together with Randy was also showcasing uh, individuals who really are giving back to the community and an award ceremony was attached to that gala, a similar idea came aboard and said, okay, why don't we have, you know, a beautiful hardcover coffee table showpiece color in out book to really showcase leaders and so leaders with impact came about and then lastly because we talked about you know the entertainment industry and and how they were really suffering through this entire covid era we wanted to really give back to them as well and and showcase them and their stories and so showtime came about so these four books are actually going to be coming out and this was nothing else but you know, a brainstorming, an idea, and and the rest is really history. And I'm so excited that we were able to partner together and, and create this and really helping masses beyond border um, that this is just really filling my heart. And, and I feel that this is, you know, part of the legacy that, that, you know, I'm creating for others. Yeah, you're doing great job. I'm really amazed with what you're doing, very active and very inspiring. I really enjoyed your whole talk. You know, we 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 supposed to talk for thirty minutes, but I couldn't. You know, I love it. I love just talk talk to you for hours. Okay, tell me about your Facebook and Instagram. Mm, I didn't bring your website here. Maybe I I need to add it. Right. So if someone, so thank you, Pante. I really appreciate it. So first, first. I really appreciate this opportunity and I'm equally enjoying it. And I think you and I are really on the same frequency and that's why we were connected. And, you know, that's why we, we, we are gelling really well. And I, honestly, I can't wait to showcase you, which will be likely next week, my friend. So just tune in. And um, so my name is Annie Oslaim and that's exactly my handle on social media as well. So if you want to follow me on Facebook, then please, you know, follow me as Annie Oslai. Feel free to send a friend request or just follow. And the same with Instagram. It's Annie Oslai. Uh, on LinkedIn, I believe I'm also called Annie Oslai. I don't really use Twitter, so please forgive me. But the website uh, specifically for the book is empoweringwomentosucceed.com. Yeah, I, I have it here. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Empowering women to succeed. So feel free to reach out. And you know what? If that's okay, I'd like to also give out my cell number. I'm not very concerned about it. Feel free to actually just, if you just want to talk, feel free to reach out to me. And I'm absolutely happy to hear your story. Where are you today? And where do you want to be? 
And I'm delighted to speak with you and see how we can perhaps build you up and help you to reach your dreams and your vision and make it a tangible reality. So here's my phone number. It's 416. Okay. Let me add something. 416. 543. 543-6127. 6127. Okay. And even if it's just financials, like don't be shy. I'm the doctor and just like when you see a doctor, they are not allowed to share your information. It's also going to be just buried here with me and the consultation is complimentary. So feel free to reach out if you're interested to talk about any of the other opportunities, mindset, uh, author opportunity, just even just business coaching, you know, reach out to me. I'm here to help, here to serve. Yeah. Thank you so much, Annie. I really enjoyed that. That was one of the best. Yeah. My appreciation to you, my friend. Beautiful <laughs> you're creating. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition Channel and order my book, Rules of Change for the Better. Tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dreams.